accept the fact that it's being recorded so you can continue. And those of you who registered, you will get this recording. And those of you who registered that are not on it right now, oh, well, but you'll get the recording. So that's good. That's a good thing. And uh, if this is your first time joining me for Power Hour, or maybe it's been a while, or maybe just to remind everyone, <laughs> uh, we get pretty, um, this is going to be pretty intense hour, meaning that uh, definitely get something to write with because we're going to be writing. Uh, writing our intentions, kind of getting, I'm going to help guide us through perhaps some things you can do to support you and really bringing about what you choose to have in this next year. Okay. And so there's going to be some uh, subconscious things that might come up for you. And also I'm going to walk you through a process so that we can really um, set it up so that you can create everything that you want this year and everything that you choose. Sound good? Awesome. Yeah, and I love people responding. So you don't have to, I'm not a talking head. Those of you who have taken Essence of Being, which is most of you on this call, uh, you know, I like experiential. So uh, we'll be playing a little bit today too. So uh, just be ready to chime in if you have questions or anything like that. Okay, uh, but we're, we're okay. setting our intentions for 2022. Uh, I'm going to start, first of all, hopefully I'm going to inspire you. <laughs> okay, uh, this, <clears throat> I want to share uh, something about why set intentions, why create a vision, you know, and maybe inspire us to perhaps things that have happened to us in the last couple of years, it's been perhaps for some of you weighing you down, it's been kind of heavy. It's been uh, unknowing, a lot of fear going around in the world. A lot of the unknowns are up. So I just wanna say, let's have a fresh start, okay? Uh, a new chapter. So we are creating a new chapter in life, waiting to be written. So let's write it together. New questions to be asked, new questions to be embraced and loved and answers to be discovered together. And we're gonna live in this transformative year of delight and self-discovery. Does that sound good? Yeah. Yeah, good. Peace. <laughs> good, peace, man. So uh, what are your hopes for the future as you reflect on all of the years that have passed, especially the last couple of years, right? So gradually, as you become curator of your own contentment, love that, you will learn to embrace the gentle yearnings of your heart. And that's what we're going to look at today. So instead of writing resolutions and that kind of thing, I want us to write down our, our actually our private aspirations and what, what inspires us. And we're gonna move from that inspiration to certain action steps, okay? And those longings okay. that you might've had, if maybe you've kept them tucked away, thinking I'll wait till COVID you know, is over, <laughs> or I'll wait that's till- sweet. Does breathe freely count? Does what? Breathe freely. Breathe freely. Breathe. Absolutely. Just breathe. breathe. Yes. Breathing is a good thing. Definitely. Oh, so if you, okay. If you had things kind of tucked away, trust that now is the time. Mm -hmm. Let's ask the questions. Let's take a leap of faith together and begin this wondrous new year by believing. Okay. And by believing in ourselves. And believe that there is a loving source just waiting to be asked to help you to make your dreams come true. And that source can be God, universe, divine spirit, creator, higher self, whatever you want to call it. Okay. And let's be patient toward all that is unsolved in our hearts and try to love the questions themselves. So the answers to your questions will come. And that's why I've been doing my shamanasta. Uh, I've been doing them twice a month live for you. So a lot of people have questions right now. Like, what's, what's the deal with COVID? Like, what do I do with all of this stuff, right? Uh, yeah, I'm Peggy Lee saying, if you're not talking, can you please mute to hold down the extraneous noise? Thank you, honey. So if you're not talking, go ahead and mute. All right, but please unmute if you want to talk. Uh, thank you for that. So <clears throat> people are asking a lot of questions. 
and you might be asking yourself how to, how am I gonna X, Y, Z, okay? So let's start out first of all with your questions. And also kind of what I wanna do is, like I said, inspire you a little more and then we'll go to having you rate yourself because if, if you wanna go somewhere, there's two things you have to know, right? You know what that is? You have to know where you are and where you're going. And those of you who have taken essence of being, remember contrast leads to clarity. So all the things you don't want in your life, that's what we call contrast. And that moves you toward clarity because you, you know what you don't want most of the time. Some of us may not know what we want. And so once you're clear, then clarity leads to power. The power to choose, the power to create. So I'm just here to remind us that whatever's been going on in our lives that you could consider contrast, let's love it because it's making us, perhaps <laughs> we can use that as a fuel to getting clear and that clarity leads to power. So, so today I want you to become aware that you already possess all the inner wisdom, all the strength and creativity needed to make your dreams come true. This is hard for most of us to realize sometimes because the source of this unlimited personal power can be buried so deeply beneath all the bills and the carpools and the deadlines and the business trip and the dirty laundry and all the stuff that's going on in our lives. We just forget about it sometimes. So I'm here to remind us to bring us back to presence that when we can't access our inner resource, we come to that flawed conclusion that happiness and fulfillment come only from external events. We think if we get the next car, or the next guy, or the next business deal or health, that we're gonna be happy. So that's because the external events usually bring with them some sort of change. Would you agree? Yeah, it brings some kind of change in our life. And so we've learned to rely on circumstances outside of ourselves sometimes for forward or backward momentum. We, we rely on it. It's sort of like we wind ourselves up like a, like a doll, you know, like a robot doll coming up and going, oh, there's an external thing happening. Now I can do this. And then if it doesn't happen, we just kind of wind ourselves back down. So I want to remind us that we have inner tools that we can use at any time. We don't need the outside influence to motivate us. Okay, so you already possess all you need to be genuinely happy. The way you reach that awareness is through an inner journey that most of you have taken. Some of you take more than others. Some of you have taken it and stopped and that's okay too. But we're gonna take a little, a little journey tonight on emotional, psychological, spiritual transformation. So a deep inner shift can really occur. Aligning you with the creative energy of the universe. Sounds good to me. So such change is possible when you invite spirit to open up the eyes of your awareness to the abundance that is already yours. So there are six principles that will act as guides, okay? As we make our inner journey over this next year. So you might wanna put this up somewhere where you can see these words throughout the year to support you and reminding you that these can be your guides. There are six threads, okay? Of abundant living or purposeful living or conscious living. So the first one is gratitude. When we do a mental and spiritual inventory of all that we have, we realize that we are very rich indeed. Gratitude is the key. And when I channel Shamanasta, that's what they talk about a lot, about just look around you and be present. If you ever feel like you doubt where you are and what you're doing, just look to your left, look to your right, look up, look down, call out what you see. Bring yourself to that present awareness of, oh my gosh, I actually have light in my house. And oh, I've got a computer I'm looking at. And oh, I've got shoes on my feet. Actually, I have slippers, but that's Zoom. Okay. All right. <clears throat> the first one is gratitude. 
right? The second one, it gives way to simplicity. Now, this is one for me to remember. Simplicity, simplicity. The desire to clear out, to pare down and realize the essentials of what we need to live truly well. And perhaps being isolated for some of you, maybe you've looked at, what do I really need? What do I, what do I really need? I don't know if you've had the same kind of feeling I've had is to release. I've been releasing and releasing and releasing and wanting to pare down. And I'm not sure why. I, I think I do know why, but I'm not going to share that right now. But there's a lot of things that are happening, I think, that just release, release, release so that we can step through the new. Okay. Uh, that's good for me because I have a lot of clutter at times. Uh, simplicity brings with it order. That's the third thing, order. Both internally and externally, a sense of order in our life. In other words, things have a reason. Things have a place. Okay. And with that order, perhaps some of you have maybe felt disconnected at times or discombobulated. It's kind of, I don't know where I'm at right now. I'm just having to find a new rudder, you know? So order sometimes helps us and it brings the next one, which is harmony. Order brings harmony. Harmony provides us with that inner peace. We need to appreciate the beauty that surround us, surrounds us each day. And the fifth one is beauty. The principle of beauty. And I don't mean, as you know, you know, what lotion do I have on now? What mascara can I wear? Okay. The beauty in the world the beauty in my, in my skin, the beauty in a newborn baby, you know, the beauty in the wind, the beauty of a storm. There's beauty all around us. Finding that, what I always say is, you know, if there's a lot of poop around, you got to find the pony. There's a pony in there somewhere. So I suggest we find our pony together. You know, sometimes we can't see our pony. Do you know what I'm saying? You know, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I hope you're not thinking. I'm thinking you're thinking um, she's, she's telling me to go buy a pony. And the last one is joy. The ever elusive joy for some of us. What brings you joy? And so the beauty can open us up to joy. So these threads that I'm sharing with you, I feel are, are a highlight. If we could keep those words and those thoughts in front of us as much as possible gratitude simplicity order harmony beauty and joy then maybe things aren't so bad right sabrina's saying no they're not okay okay <laughs> good <laughs> well sometimes it might feel that way at times so what we're going to do is we're going to uh go through this process a little bit so i want you to um we're going to help you with we, the royal we. We're going to help each other with that vision, with visioning. And a vision is getting clear. And intention is everything. So that's why I call this conscious intentions. Holding in our heart, in our head, creating within and expressing outwardly. Imagine, see it, believe it. That's what we're doing. And imagination is, is the strongest force that we have, okay, and able to express it. So those of you who have done passionate manifestation, that's my graduate level work. It's expressing it. It's not only do you imagine something happening, but you can express it as well. Not be afraid to do that. So belief, if you create it, thought is creative. I think most of you perhaps have leaned into that concept that our thoughts create. If you don't, um, check out all the other power hours and essence of being and all the other things that can support you and perhaps understanding how do we create how does our how do our thoughts vibrate how do we create what we want and so what inspires us so insp inspiration is really key it reveals what you you really value in your life so if to me inspiring you know having you guys with me is inspiring i feel inspired because you're here 
And if you change that to, okay, I'm inspired that you're here. So that means that I value you. Then it's kind of cool to think about things that I, things that inspire me really are what I value. It gets my juices flowing. So what I want you to do is just write down two things that inspire you just for fun. Just write two things that inspire you. It can be a person. It can be something you do or play or be. Just write two things down that inspire you. Get your juices flowing. Get you out of bed. It might be something like seeing your kids discover their potential, seeing your business expand, discovering new universal truths. Maybe that's inspiring. Breaking through limitations, spending time with friends. What inspires me is seeing people awaken to their purpose. saving the environment. I don't know, whatever it is that inspires you. Okay. And then the next thing is just, what do you dream into? It may or may not happen this year, but if you could dream into something that you really want to visualize or dream into achieving or having happen this year, something that can come true this year, it may or may not come true, but you really are dreaming into it. Make it as big and loud as possible. And if you can't think of anything, just kind of notice that. You can come back to this. Maybe you want to learn a new skill. Maybe you just want to have fabulous adventures. I'm throwing these out. You can use them. Okay. Maybe just one. Get, I said, what? Just one. I mean, you can use any of them. I'm just throwing them out for you to think about. Is this something? No, I mean, it's just one dream or can we put more than put one? as many dreams as you want, honey. We're only going to put okay. down for now. I'm just throwing some more out. Maybe get closer to people. I know I, I would like to hug more people, especially now. And that's a dream that I can turn into a reality. Okay. So you can put down as many as you want. You can come back to this and flesh it out. Flesh it out, flesh it out, flesh it out. Okay. But let's go in and find out where you're at now, though. Let's go ahead and just rate yourself one through 10 and do not judge yourself around this. One being you're not even close to where you feel like your capacity and your purpose and, you know, you're just not there yet. You're really far away from your uh, owning it. Okay. Owning it, meaning really living it. And 10 being I'm absolutely 100% there. I feel it. I know it. I am it. Okay. And I've got it going on and I'm, I'm really in it and I'm really, I'm living it. Okay. So that and anywhere in between. So one through 10, I want you to rate yourself. So you might be a five. So your first one is career. Where are you in your career? Are you at the pinnacle? Are you just starting out? Are you starting over? Do you have a career? Do you even know what that means? What does that look like? Just rate yourself right now, one through 10. First thing that comes up, don't think about it too much. Just put a number down, one through 10. 
maybe you're not clear on what your career is right now. Maybe you're, maybe you're starting over or starting a new chapter, one through 10. The second one is, let's talk about finance. Okay, where are you in your money dream? Finances, one through 10. Do you have it going on? Are you where you want to be? Where are you? One through 10. Number three, your physical health. Physical health, where are you? One through 10. Number four, your friends. Do you have a bunch of friends? Do you connect with your friends? Do you not have any friends? Have you paid attention? How about your next one? Number five is your family relationships. How are your relationships with your family? Just overall, do you have a family? Whether they are the family of choice or the family of origin. And number six, a significant relationship. Where are you with that? Are you, do you have one? Do you want one? Are you a 10? Are you living in it? And I can see what you're writing, Jody. Okay. Okay. The number seven is your personal growth. And what I mean by that is understanding who you are, your self-actualization, okay? Looking within to create on the outside. Personal growth. Where are you? One through 10. Number eight, fun. Where are you in fun and play? Fun and play, recreation, time off. Number nine, your physical environment. Where do you live? Is it sterile? Is it lonely? Is it chaotic? Is it loving? Is it harmonious? Is it what you want? Your physical environment. Okay, number 10, your mental attitude. Are you applying your knowledge? Are you actively engaged with your mind or are you just kind of Walking around unconscious a little bit. Number 11, I'm going to watch all of you that I can see and see, can't see all of you. Your sexuality. Sensuous. I prefer to call it life force. never too late. Number 12, your emotional space. Where are you emotionally? Do you connect to your feelings? Do you feel? Are you numbed out? Are you overwhelmed? Do you allow those to come through? And those of you who are essence of being graduates, I hope you all say 10. Okay. Number 13, your spiritual connect, connection. <clears throat> Connected to your higher self or to great spirit or to source or universe or God. One through 10, okay? So just look at what you wrote and hopefully uh, just notice if you're a 10, by the way, on any of these, uh, ask yourself, are you done? Are you still living? Do you, have you ascended yet? 
So if you're a 10 at any of these, then you would, what the intention would be for this year is to create your 20, okay? If you're not even close to a 10, imagine what those 10s would be in each of these. And so your task, should you choose to accept it and make it a fun task and a challenge, doesn't have to be a challenge, it can be fun, is if you're anywhere off on any of those, and hopefully you, you wrote down what they were, okay? So you can go ahead and you would write your intention for if I, if I could be a 10, what would it look like? Who would be with me? How would I feel? What challenges do I need to overcome in order for that to happen? So it's a process that you can do. So you can create your 10, create your vision in that way, create it so that you, you lean into it. Again, intention is everything. New skills, fabulous adventures, people to get close to. What challenges do you feel like you have to move through in order for you to let all the blocks go that are keeping you from being in that 10? But if you don't know what the 10 looks like, it's hard to get there. So that's why I say, what does it look like? Who's with you? What does it feel like? So that you'll know when you're there. Because people become very um, esoteric about their goals or their intentions or their visions. They think, I just want to be happy. I, I want to live my purpose. Okay, what does that look like? Smell it, feel it. So that when you get there or close to there, you know it. And celebrate it. Does that make sense? Okay, let me do this part. So in order for you to perhaps lean into this and feeling your way through what does a 10 look like? And I, I write visions a lot of different ways. I write it like it's already happened. And you can use all of these different levels, all of these different aspects in your vision, creating your intention for the year. And please do not beat yourself up if you're not a 10, because as you know, when you start beating yourself up, and I'm going to give you a really important key here in a minute about this, okay? Remind me about that. But when you beat yourself up, of course, it vibrates guilt. And when you're vibrating guilt, as you know, for some of you who have taken a lot of my workshops, it demands punishment. So if you are vibrating guilt, you will attract punishment to you or you will self-sabotage. Because if you're guilty and feeling bad about something that you don't have something or you haven't achieved something or you're not where you want to be now in any of these places, you vibrate that guilt out and that demands punishment. And you might see yourself sabotaging. I know none of you guys do this. This is just for other people, okay? And no, no doing this, okay? I see. <laughs> yeah, and so the opposite of guilt is what? Innocence. Peggy Lee gets a star. Innocence. You're either innocent or guilty. And so the more innocent you can you can find yourself, in other words, forgiving yourself through all of this, okay? And not beating yourself and just say, this is where I'm at right now. You're not, basically what, remember what mastery is, it's invalid, it's, it, mastery is having growth without invalidating yourself. Okay? So don't invalidate where you are. Just the reason why I have you rate yourself now is just so you know where you are and just say, here's where I'm at and this is where I'm going, okay? And 
put the word innocence anywhere you want to in the world so that you can remind yourself that you are innocent in all of this. Okay. And one thing I want to say about that is trust and allow and don't ask how. You know that, right? Trust and allow and don't ask how. How am I going to get there? How am I going to get to my 10? And if it does not bring you joy, don't do it. And I always say inspired action is the key. For me, my, my intention this year is to take inspired action. If I'm not inspired to take action, I'm not going to do it. The other thing that I might add to, if you want to, you can do this, add this to your list, is let go of any grievance or resentment that also supports you in, in really feeling into your innocence again. Okay, let go of any grievance or resentment. Choose to let it go because it gets really heavy on your heart. And if you're walking around with a wounded heart, it gets real heavy. It's hard to move. It's hard to get motivated. And so one way to let go of that guilt or let go of the pain that you might feel through all of this is to let go of the grievance or, or resentment because the only person that you're hurting is you by resenting, okay? Choose to let that go. And you might wanna also put on your list of things while you're creating is what breakthroughs and insights you wanna have or choose to have this year. So I'm giving you kind of a format, okay? Of how to create the vision and what aspects to put in your intentions. What breakthroughs do you want to have or choose to have? And what insights would you like to be aware of this year? Breakthroughs and insights. And I've always held that any breakdown you have in life right now, a breakdown is on your way to breakthrough. And your breakthrough is on your way to breakthrough. As long as you're moving along the way and you're constantly moving forward, sometimes you might move backwards, but at least you're moving. So your breakdowns can motivate you and move you to a breakthrough and your breakthrough can motivate you and move you into a break free. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So write your vision, write your intentions as though all of these things have already happened. That's a really powerful way to really feel your way into what's a 10, okay? And all of those things. Expect it to happen, but not be attached to it. So that's kind of a weird thing, isn't it? Focus on it, expect it to happen, expect the miracles, choose it and not be attached. So how do you do that? I always say this or something better. Commit to it. But if you're going to commit to something, commit to the journey, not the outcome, right? Because sometimes the outcome doesn't happen when we want it, how we want it. Doesn't look the way we want it sometimes. But if we're committed to the journey, then we've made it. Then we're successful. This or something better. It happens in divine time. I always put that at the end of everything. This or something better. Because if you're really focused on something and you have your blinders on, and I know that I know that we teach what you focus on expands, right? That you focus on what you want and you get more of that, right? So if you keep focusing on it, that's great. However, I think what happens in a lot of times for people of new thought or metaphysics or people that are just seeking out there, oftentimes they forget to take off the blinders because if you take off the blinders and look around every now and then, then you might be able to see things or allow things to come to you that you haven't even thought of yet. 
So that's how you do it. When you say what I focus on expands and clarity leads to power and I'm choosing all these things and this is great. This is my intention and this or something better. Be surprised. Because if you let go of perhaps being so rigid with it, sometimes it allows other things to come to you that you haven't even thought of. Does anybody want to share about that? Or anything about you want to share so far? Yes, Savon. Hey, how are you, Virg? Good. Uh, yeah. I identified, you know, last week, my seven top goals, and I put a, a date on it. But I didn't like have, I do have a little vision book that I envision that I feel I get to the divine qualities of having already received that. And so it's all good. But for the years, like, wow, I'm no longer in time. I don't get time anymore. I don't. <laughs> That's okay. You don't have to make it for a year. You don't have to. This is when I say uh, uh, intentions for 2022, it can be for now, intentions for now. So okay. don't, get, don't get caught up in the time of it and saying it's got to be done certainly by, I know that a lot of people teach, you know, put your goal, put your intention, it's got to be done by this time. If you're going to do that to help structure it for yourself, that's fine. My suggestion would be this or something better. You know, maybe it doesn't happen at that time. But again, it's the journey of allowing it and moving through it. That's the important part, not the actual outcome. Right. Yeah. And but according to the goals, I did put like I set a date, like by April 22, it could be this or better. I could right. have that. Yes. Okay. This okay. or something better. And who, who decides who's, what's better? It may be April, 2023. <laughs> Have you ever had things happen? Not, not the way you thought it was going to happen. And you go back and you look at it. And in hindsight, you're like, okay, now I see why. The universe is conspiring in our favor. Okay. So if you believe that the universe and God is conspiring in our favor, then you can put this or something better. You can put a date. And if you're the kind of person that needs that for the structure, I think it's important to have that as a goal. But remember that goals aren't it. So why make the goal? In other words, this is that whole concept that I love so much. In essence of being all the things we do is pre-session. The effects of body, bodies in motion on other bodies in motion, precession. And what that means is if you make a goal, it moves you, doesn't it? You're moving towards something. So as long as you're moving, you're adding value. You're, you're actually having an effect in the world. So just like when the stone falls into the water, it creates a ripple effect. It's a body in motion affecting the body in motion the earth and the moon, two bodies in motion affecting each other. But the minute you stand still, you have no effect. You're not moving. And again, this is a concept that we really go into a lot. It's called precession that Buckminster Fuller described. That it's really not about the goal, but we make the goals to move us through the world, to move us through our life. To keep us moving and as long as we're adding value along the way on the journey of our goal that is the purpose that is the true purpose not the goal because you made goals before right you made a goal and you went oh that was great i did it now what So that's why, you know, you might ask yourself if I, if the goal isn't it and I get there and it's like, okay, now what do I do? And that's not really it. What is it? And so he suggested moving toward uh, the, the 
instead of the outcome, it is the journey. That is your true purpose in life. And you guys know this, perhaps, essence of being grads, you know this about the bee. The honeybee's goal is to get the nectar. So the honeybee gets the nectar, 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 nectar. That's the goal. But the true purpose of that honeybee is to cross-pollinate, right? When it steps all over the flowers, you remember that? It cross-pollinates. But the bee doesn't wake up every morning and say, uh, I'm going to go cross-pollinate today. No, the bee just goes nectar, 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 nectar. So the bee, just like we are, we're moving toward our, Bucky called us uh, money bees, you know, or whatever we're going for. We're going for it, but the true purpose is something even bigger than we can see, perhaps even, we don't even know what kind of effect we have in the world. And that's the part I want to remind all of us. That's what I mean by the journey, not the destination. That you make a difference, that you matter, and that you're important. It's not about the goal. Make the goals, make your vision, write your intentions. So that's the part that brings me back to something I want to remind you about, that a lot of people in the uh, New Age community and perhaps new thought structures and people, uh, metaphysical world, sometimes they forget. They, they want to visualize all these things. They want to intend things. And what ends up happening sometimes is we start compartmentalizing. And let me explain what I mean. We get distracted sometimes. Let's say that, you know, we don't feel whole and complete. And we say, okay, I want to put all that stuff I don't want in a dark place. Go over there, put it in a, put it in a corner. I don't want to feel that. I, I don't want to know that. I don't want to focus on that. That is something I don't want in my life. But what ends up happening sometimes is the same things keep nipping at our heels. comes back. Going, hey, remember me? Remember, remember this pattern? Remember this fear? Remember this? Look at me, look at me. And so what ends up happening is all those little things we put in the corner, they didn't really go away. We just kind of put them away because we put them aside thinking, I don't want to focus on that. And so they get louder and louder and they nip at our heels because they want to be acknowledged. Just like our fear. We can acknowledge our fear and say, I see you. I see you. I get it. This is, I'm afraid. Absolutely. I have validity being afraid. I see you. I acknowledge you. And so what we're doing when we do that is we're embracing it all. We're embracing the light, the dark, the good, the bad. We're embracing it all. So it gets, it, it gets paid attention to. So you don't have to focus on it. In other words, it's this weird kind of place that people get to. They do this little bypass. Oh, I don't want to feel that next. So it runs away. We run away from that vibration sometimes. And, and when you run away from something, what you resist, what? Persist. Yeah. So if it keeps coming at you and going, hello, pay attention to me, pay attention to me. And you keep going, no, 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 okay. So what, what I'm saying is perhaps it might serve us if when that stuff happens or when we think about it, instead of just shushing it away and saying, go away, I don't want to focus on you, embrace it and say, yeah, I feel it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I love all of that. I love you. I love my fear. I love my discomfort. Thank you for bringing that up for me. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that up for me. Now I know what I can choose to do. Okay. It's all may perhaps a whole nother way of looking at the things that you don't want to have in your life. Okay. You're staying positive, but you're, you're allowing it to, to have, you're basically giving it some love because it's part of you 
So if you say, again, again, this also helps you with, when you say, I want something, it keeps you in that feeling of want, okay? I wanna be healthy. I wanna be thinner. I wanna have a loved one. It brings up everything unlike it. When you say that though, when you say, I want it, and your mind goes, yeah, but I don't have it yet. So when your mind goes, yeah, but I don't have it yet, it brings up that longing for just maybe a split second. So the longing is the part that uh, I think gets people into trouble. So do you hear yourself saying that sometimes? Dealer, um, Sabrina, yes. Words, can you, can you, can, Sandra, can you please mute your mic that we're, I know you're eating. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. I'm so sorry. I, I'm chewing on almonds to for dinner. Please forgive me. I didn't. Thank you. That's embarrassing. Okay, perfect example. She has a choice. She can beat herself up and say, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. I can't believe I did that. Okay, so she can go there and or and she can feel bad or feel guilty about it. Or she can say. I love that. I was chewing and I didn't even know I was doing that. I love that about me because I can feed myself. That's exactly right. And my almonds are delicious. And thank you so much. And I'm sorry I made a lot of noise, but they're nice and crunchy. <laughs> Great. It could, it could have been worse. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I've nice. been microphoned in a bathroom before by accident. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Well, that's a perfect example. That's perfect. So when we try to push things away, right, subconsciously, we think we don't have it yet, whatever it is that we want to have or want. And, and anytime you say I want something, remember, uh, to shift it to remember what to shift it to, you know what the word is? Instead of saying I want you say I choose. I choose. Anytime you hear yourself say, I want to have this, I want to have that, stop. Do your pinch and shift. And what I mean by that, you pinch yourself on your, on your thumb right here and you pinch yourself and you shift it to I choose. And the reason why I say pinch yourself is because it's a pattern interrupt. It interrupts that thought for a minute. It gets you very present. Pain gets you present. So I'm not telling you be black and blue. Hopefully you won't be black and blue because you do it a lot, but it really supports you in being aware and conscious of every time you say, I want something. So you shift it and say, I choose, I choose. The same thing when you say, I should, I should have had this by now. Because when you should on yourself, it gets messy. This is the reason why I showed up tonight because I needed to hear this and be reminded. Um, recently I, uh, I didn't get something that I wanted, but with everything that I've done, I knew that there was a higher outcome than the thing that I didn't get. Talking with a money coach today, who is also a friend, colleague, she was sad for me that I didn't get it and took me back to the place of lack oh. that, and why I didn't get it. And I fell into that. And since 11 o'clock this morning, I have been not necessarily beating myself up, but trying to rasterize all this stuff again, that's coming up and then being reminded earlier this afternoon a couple of hours ago, and then again here, is that something better is coming the way. And there was a reason why I didn't get what I wanted, because the universe was looking out for us. And that's exactly what my husband and I discussed earlier tonight, is that we were being saved from whatever was going to happen. 
what could have happened. Right. So perfect, perfect. So thank you. You're welcome. That's a great example, Peggy Lee. And I love raster. Say it again. Rasterized. Rasterize. Love that. What does that mean? <laughs> um, it comes from working with graphics and imagery. And in the Photoshop world, uh, an image would have to be rasterized, which would means that it would go through all sorts of like inner configurations to get to be out there and looking all pretty. Got it. Love that word. Love it. So yes. So basically looking at it and saying, say, I should have, would have, could have, I should have had that happen to me. Why didn't that happen to me? It puts you in that definitely in that woe is me type of scenario where you're feeling guilty or upset. So what would you rather, how, how would you rather feel guilty and upset, pissed off all those things, which you can, or it, it allows you when you shift it to, I, sh I choose to know that it happens in divine time and that the universe is conspiring in my favor. I, it, you know, it puts you in a whole different vibration and guess what, when it puts you in that vibration, that's when you attract the perfect thing for you at that moment, instead of rasterizing all of it and just going through it, or just going over and over and over. Why didn't this happen? I, you know, I should have, I should have, would have, could have. And when you put yourself in that higher vibration of, okay, all is well, because uh, there's something I don't know that's happening. And I'm, I'm excited to find out what that is. I'm really excited. I choose to know. I choose to know when this is coming and why this happened. And it puts you in a different vibration of attraction. And what amazes me most of today is that I was taken back to that space so quickly. Uh, and but I can get out of that space just as quickly. There you go. Faster. There you go. There you go. I, I um, remind myself now every time that something seems to not work, seems like, you know, this person, like I'm, I'm dating right now. If this person doesn't, doesn't work, seems to not work or I didn't, I don't get a client or something like that doesn't work out. I always say, um, this is working for me. I always tell that to myself now, even if I feel a little uncomfortable, I still say it because I know that it probably was not the right person or the right client. And there's something better coming that, you know, this is, I need that space for that. You know, I just, go through that process. It helps a lot. So Sabrina, I love that. And I want to just say, when you say, um, I don't want to, what did you say? I don't want to feel this, or I don't want to go through that, or, or it's uncomfortable. So this is the part I'm talking about when we compartmentalize. So kudos, the fact that all of uh, what you can do when this happens is you say, I am uncomfortable. This is an uncomfortable feeling. I am getting I am to really that place. <laughs> I feel that I'm getting, I, I feel happy that I'm getting to that place that I let myself feel uncomfortable and still <clears throat> acknowledge that I love myself with that discomfort and with all those things that sometimes I don't like about <laughs> going through. And, th and they all at the end, at the end, they all are so amazing because I get to, I get to go through the process and then see something much better coming out, you know, some aha moment, some something amazing. So I, I, I give myself that permission to feel that's good. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. honey. So of course we're going and that, and because you love it and because you love yourself and because you acknowledge it and you face it and you say, okay, I love that part of me that's learning this, even though you may not really, even though you're like, <laughs> I don't want to feel that again. Even when you do that, though, again, it raises your vibration so that you're in the love space, even if it's maybe not totally understood yet, so that you can allow whatever it is to come to you will come to you. Great. I think I Great think example. it has it has helped me be so compassionate 
just starting from me to everyone else in this world. And, and that's for me amazing because I see myself in every person. I see the pain and I see the happiness and I see the good and I see the bad and I see every side in people, whether I choose to be with them or not, you know, that's okay. But, <laughs> but I can see that and, and have so much compassion and it's such a great thing to be able to, to feel. Well, you're preaching to the choir, hon. I know. <laughs> I mean, we need, we need uh, my, my experience and my, my opinion is we need more compassion in the world, for sure. And the first place it starts with is, right, compassion for ourselves, yeah. And that goes back to the innocence. And so if you look at all the things that you're putting down as your 10 and you're creating your intentions and your goals, realizing even if you make them and even if they happen, that's not really the purpose here. <laughs> the purpose is for me just to keep moving and adding value. And that's my purpose in the world. And I know I'm having an effect in the world. Then all of the stuff that happens is gravy. Then, and if things that have a bump in a road that I can love myself through the bump. I can acknowledge it and love myself through it. And it raises my vibration to the next thing and to the next thing and to the next thing. Is this helpful? Yeah. So my suggestion is use all the things that you wrote down, all the different aspects and all the little things I said in between, you know, with your intentions about any challenges you might have to resolve or things to let go of, what breakthroughs you want and what insights you want. Add that to all of those lists. Keep those six words in front of you to remind you. And uh, I'll say them again, gratitude, simplicity, order, harmony, beauty, and joy. Okay. Gratitude, simplicity, order, harmony, beauty, and joy. And it's a reminder just to keep your vibration as high as you can. And if, if, if you have a lower vibration one day, that's okay too. But use the tool, the pinch and shift, pinch and shift, okay? Choose and say, I choose. Reframe your thoughts, your mind, your heart. Whenever you say, I, I shoulda, woulda, coulda, or I want, shift it to choose. It's more of a declarative statement. And there's no judgment whether it's there or not. And when you, those doubts come up, I'm not there yet. I have a longing. I want to have a man in my life. And then it brings up a longing, but I don't have it yet. I want to have a bazillion dollars, but I don't have it yet. Okay. I want to be healthy, but I don't have it yet. When it brings up that longing, embrace the longing and say, okay, I know, <clears throat> I know this or something better is coming along and it's in divine time. And I choose to know. I don't have to know. Trust and allow and don't ask how, but I choose to know. Yeah. And the more clear you are about what it feels like for you to achieve and to feel into your intentions and your passion and your vision, then now you know you, you, you're there. So then once you've made your 10, you go to your 20. So you're never done until you're done. And, and Dr. Inga is definitely uh, an inspiration for all of us and Peggy Lee and some of our, uh, and Sandra, and some of our, uh, our uh, veterans of the age brackets of have lived long and prospered. There are, there are, uh, they're an inspiration for those of us who are not quite there yet. So I just want to acknowledge that and acknowledge all of us that we decided to come together for this, this inspiration and maybe some guidance and some tools. And just to remind all of you, I'll be, I'm doing my channeling. I'm doing Shamanasta every uh, two uh, twice a, a month that you can get on and ask questions, any guidance, any maybe up-leveling, anything that you choose to want clarity on perhaps or a new perspective. My next one I'm doing is uh, Saturday, the 29th, 
I do it on the, the uh, second and last Saturday of every month. And I'm doing it from 11 to 1, uh, Eastern Standard Time. And you can go to shamanasta.com or just go to essenceofbeing.com. That's easier to remember, essenceofbeing.com. And just look at the schedule of events and all of my shamanasta stuff's on there. And you can join us every month or every time I'm doing it and ask questions. And our next Essence of Being, for those of you who have not done it yet, your next, and even though you have, you can come back and play with us is going to be March 4th through the 6th in Texas. We're bringing it to Texas, baby. It's never been in Texas before. So Where, we're in, te- where in Texas? In McAllen, Texas, which is the southern almost Mexico. <laughs> it's close to San Antonio, Houston, kind of down that way. Yeah. And uh, more to come. We're going to be coming back. I'm coming back out into the world again, so. Yeah, so I'm sure, and I'll be in Florida again, I promise, for coming this, definitely going to be in Florida again. <clears throat> I'm going to be marrying two of our graduates down there, actually, in March, so I will be there, but I'm going to be doing a ceremony, so I might be able to see you then in March, too. So, uh, but check us out, essenceofbeing.com, would love to have you come play, and um, just stay connected with me, okay? Anything, any comments or anything anybody want to say? Thank you. Thank Thank you. you, you. That was awesome. Thank you. So high vibe. Love it. (laughs) I just love to see you and see all of you. It's wonderful. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. I I loved Sabrina's. (laughs) That was great. Very good. Thank you. (laughs) My pleasure. My pleasure. And I will see you guys soon. And next, the next, uh, power hour we have will be it's always the third Wednesday of every month but next month I'm going to be out of the country again so it's going to be the 23rd which is the last Wednesday of the month and it's going to be all about conscious relationships so just watch your emails check it out on essenceofbeing.com come play with me okay talk sounds to you good bye, thank everybody. you thanks bye. Birch. bye okay. see you on Shamanaste. okay honey See you then.